0: Hello, Hello
1: there. I didn't think. And
2: that's why I was too embarrassed to pretend to be Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> what an opening to a show that is. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's me, Simon Cardi, with, as you could probably hear there, Joe Scrabbles and Dale Driver.
0: I think you mean Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ben Kenobi. <laughs> I'm
1: yeah. sorry.
2: I'm so sorry. I'm Ben um, in that one, right? I
0: guess. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you're, you're significantly greyer. Uh, just, you know, just saying it how it is. Yeah, I'm the fun. one with um, the little rat tail.
0: That's the one I like <laughs> best.
2: <laughs> oh, speaking of Obi-Wan, oh, why don't we just go straight into it? Obi-Wan the TV series. Three episodes are out now. Um, the first two came out last week, but, you know, we recorded before they were out, so here's our first chance to really speak about it. I've... I really enjoyed it so far I think
0: surprisingly it, not embarrassing yeah that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at I think
2: I think the crux of it is just and McGregor is just very enjoyable to watch I just I will watch and McGregor in most things and like I feel that's kind of where Boba Fett kind of let itself down is that Tamara Morrison is just not a very good actor that's um, the problem.
0: He was hired as a man to be in some armour. And that's no
2: real excuse either because Pedro Pascal nails it. He's he's charming within the suit. So, yeah. But there we go. We've got Obi-Wan back. Ewan McGregor's back. And yeah, I'm having a great time of this because I think the reason I'm liking it is because it's quite dark. It's probably the thing that most resembles, like Empire Strikes Back, that they've mm. done since mm. then, really. Um, yeah. I don't know what you guys uh, have similar thoughts or not. I don't know.
0: I thought this week, the third episode is the one where I... I I think I bought in fully this week, where it Mm. felt... The first two, I liked what it was going for. I think that... I think the layer actress... I'm sure there will be people who are really upset by a wisecracking kid, but I'm actually... (laughs) I actually think she's brilliant. I really enjoy watching her. Um. Uh, Like, I'm... I'm really not in, I don't really like the Inquisitor's dynamic. I don't know what that's about just yet. Um, But the core, like, Obi-Wan and Leia being chased. I And also, I love how quickly it solved all the people going, why would Obi-Wan ever leave Tatooine? He was looking <laughs> after Luke. Like, in the first episode, you're like, oh, there we go. That's that solved. We don't have to have this pedantry mm-hmm. anymore. And it just gets on with it. And like, it properly feels like a six-episode series with yeah. a place to go and an arc to do it in. And it, I'm very heartened by where it's at. Mm. Uh, yeah, I that's feel good. Like,
2: yeah, they did a clever thing by switching it over to Leia and that not leaking at all, because mm. all the trailers kind of focused on him looking at Luke and everyone thought, oh, it's another Tatooine story. But that you kind of almost forgot that Leia existed in <laughs> yeah. a way because it's all about... You know, the original trilogy is more about Luke and Anakin and that dynamic. So it's a clever thing they did. And like you said, I think the actress is very good. She's kind of... You could imagine in 10 years' time her being Leia in A New Hope, like, Mm -hmm. very confident, slightly precocious, but in a way she kind of needs to be in the position she's in. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I I really enjoy it. And, like, if you're going to be chased by anyone, is there better anyone better, really? A better villain than Darth Vader to do that? I mean, I'm very glad... This week they fully just went for it for him, rather than it being five episodes of like here's a little two seconds of him sitting in his big chair breathing. It's like no, this this week we got ten
0: minutes of him just snapping people's necks. Yeah, (laughs) there was there's one particular scream that one of the people in that scene where he's snapping people's necks makes that is genuinely horrific, like a proper horror movie scream. And I was like, this is brilliant. Um, I I thought the action was what let it down until this week, and I thought. We Mm. properly did it. We we all talked about it before this. The shot of the dude being shot and falling into the laser grid and getting chopped in half is so fucking good. Like that is such an imaginative (laughs) way to use that set piece.
1: And he does a Wilhelm
2: scream on the way down as well. You
0: have the full full combo perfection.
1: Are are we in spoiler? I feel like we're in spoiler territory here a little bit.
0: As a man getting (laughs) cut in half, that's allowed,
1: isn't it? But I I just want to say, based on that man getting cut in half, that fence. Why did Obi-Wan like really panic about turning off that fence when you could literally just walk around the outside of it? i'm sorry there's uh, sort of nitpicky things that i spot and it just was really irritating
2: because it's star wars Stormtroopers yeah. have always been stupid haven't they even in a new hope they were bumbling around well, this is obi-wan being, being
1: stupid but yes
2: yeah but, you know he kind of he was bumbling around the death stars yeah. and he going
0: oh what what uh, thing do i turn off i will <laughs> say <do> you, <laughs> that's what i remember <laughs> to your point about spoilers i think the i think this kind of feeds into a wider thing that i'm enjoying about this as well which is it doesn't feel like there's much to spoil mm. because it is a character piece. Like, it's more mm. about feelings than, like... We've seen so much, particularly, like, Mandalorian Season 2 and Boba Fett have been so much about, like, characters turning up and people being like, wow, look at this, instead of, uh, you know, writing. Um, yeah. and I'm really enjoying <laughs> that this one is about a plot. Like, there's a thing mm-hmm. happening and we're just watching the events along the way. And... yeah that's why i don't feel too i mean i'm sure we've already upset someone and i apologize if we have but i do genuinely think we're not spoiling anything that you wouldn't already know from a trailer it's just it's just good shit happening most of the time i think
1: i think the thing i enjoy the most about this show is that it truly feels like the one that's most connected to the films and um working off the legacy of the knowledge of those films as opposed to uh and in the other shows that marvel show marvel shows as well and as well as star wars shows the um the comic book fan service stuff and the um like the clone wars and rebels and all that sort of stuff it's i know a lot of people really enjoy that but it's not that interesting to me what is interesting is seeing the continuation of revenge of the sith Mm. and like Mm. you said a character study of this man and how he deals with all those traumatic events he went through and so far, like, yeah, I feel like they're really nailing it, which is quite surprising, to be honest. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, so I've, was just got, I've just gotten so
0: used in the last year to big Disney properties on Disney Plus streaming services not being awful, but just kind of letting me down. Yeah. Um. And so I kind of went into this just going, I'm going to watch it every Wednesday because I have to, but I'm not going to treat it with, like, too much excitement. And after this week, mm. I'm genuinely mm-hmm. at a point of, oh, shit, I cannot wait for next week's episode. That'll be really mm. good.
2: Yeah. And it's only six episodes in total as well. Mm. So, you know, they're not stretched now with like filler episodes. Like even though the Mandalorian was very good at times, there were filler episodes where mm. you're just like, we didn't need this. And I was worried they were going to go that way with this with, cause it's kind of a similar premise of, you know, this old veteran warrior is escorting a child to safety, which is kind of exactly what the Mandalorian mm. is, but they've kind of already changed it up a bit. Like we won't, we won't fully spoil it for anyone anyway. The, uh, you know, the end of episode three, mm. they change it up a little bit. So yeah i'm 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 looking forward to more i'm just like you said though. it's closest to the films there have been i think people have like there was someone referenced in an episode today who i don't really know who they are but apart from that like i know pretty much everything they're talking about yeah. uh, and yeah, i feel so like with that welcoming. character
1: i feel like with that character we're not gonna see that character i just feel like it was just a bit of like world building stuff mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily like like supplying us with fans of it it's just watching obi-wan kenobi dealing with like ptsd basically and mm-hmm. the whole layer thing it definitely feels like um less less of a focus than the mandalorian was and more just a device for a story to be told around mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um how do you guys feel about the dialogue in this show because i have a real book to bear with it
0: i feel really? like i feel like there's places where it's worse than others i'm not i wasn't too bothered by it this week i don't uh, think... i think
1: there was one or two bad things this week um I, I did a tweet about it earlier, but it boils down to me. It's like, I felt like they did a good job at fir- in the first few scenes of Obi-Wan Kenobi really doing an excellent job of showing and not telling. And mm. I slowly feel like we're dripping back in. And then, but now I'm doubting myself thinking, is that just the Star Wars way? Am I just, have I just grown up and passed that? Um, a good example <laughs> is this week when um, they're on the, the back of the truck mm-hmm. and he accidentally says Leia's name. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then and one of the guards, instead of just looking at him, Puzzle, like puzzled he he says He's, he just said the name leia
0: yes yeah, like, they state the subtext a lot i wonder yeah. if that is because that's a man in a helmet so they can't show a quizzical yeah. face i feel like, like you unless can. he really cocked his helmet to one side yeah. like, huh? <laughs> like a dog
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was just a prime example but i feel like there's been a, a few of them there was a thing with the fir- first one of the first episodes where he asked leia how old she was and it just didn't really make much sense mm. like yeah but
2: i mean yeah that's i can't say that's the thing that has stood out to me if anything the bit that let let it down especially as we in the first two episodes were those chasing oh, par- parkour, which, parkour man. calling them kind <laughs> stop calling them kind being chasers. S-
0: stop <laughs> doing parkour in 2022 we don't need parkour anymore it doesn't make your character cooler no it's not, not, not my, cool. my favorite is when that uh one bounty hunter just can't get around the
1: branch that's
2: yeah <laughs> like neck high like <laughs> could just duck could just go around it
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that was proper long benny long hill stuff that was very strange
1: <laughs> i i am mixed on how i feel about some of the villains so far like the grand inquisitor i think is a very very corny design mm. but then so is darth vader i suppose it's just we've grown yeah up i with think it.
2: It. it's just you're used to it like yeah. yeah. It felt like this might be flea from Red Hot Chili oh,
0: <laughs> well, yes. I mean, flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers is uh you know this is his second iconic role after being a nihilist in Beg Lebowski, so It's in Back know, to the, the got...
1: Future and all, mate. Is, is that... he? yeah he in
0: Back to the Future?
1: He's like one of the street punk guys who wants to race Marty McFly. So he's exactly the same character <laughs> yeah, as he is yeah, in yeah, this show. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he plays himself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, uh, one thing yeah, I've seen a good. lot of people doing the standard thing of like oh how did you uh, and McGregor age up to be Alec yeah. Guinness in 10 years I want to know how Leia got that weird fucking English accent in the next 10 years after <laughs> this oh, <yeah>. show <laughs> like I want to know where she ends up I really genuinely hope they explain maybe that maybe at the end of this series everyone just
2: I don't know, drops her off in Devon. Yeah, something. exactly.
1: <laughs> we were talking, me and Cardi were talking about this before we were recording, um, with the idea of when Obi-Wan first meets Luke Skywalker, he says, Obi-Wan, I haven't gone by that name since before you were born. And now we know that bollocks, yeah. that is bollocks. But Not also yet. that film came out in 1977. We're trying to tell a new story here. Maybe <laughs> don't think about it too much. Yeah.
2: Or just He just caught. thought it was a cool thing to say yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah,
2: that sounds
0: cool. If I cool. That. He, he sounds yeah. like a rad old dude. That's the thing.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, I can't wait for the next three, I'm hoping. I mean, ultimately, I know there's certain characters that are going to live, but, you know, who knows? There could be some mad, you know swapping of faces or something ever heard think.
0: of bacta tanks baby <laughs> we oh, get yeah. all sorts of cloning <laughs> no, bullshit going beautiful. on
2: speaking about bacta tanks we had the first uh little glimpse of jedi survivor actually what's it what's the full name star um, wars jedi survivor. jedi survivor so the series bacta. is
1: star wars jedi and then, yeah. yeah it doesn't feel right survivor. to not call it jedi fallen Fall
2: order 2 mm-hmm. um Speaking of Batter Tanks, we got a look at a lad in a Bat Tank that everyone's been theorising. Who it, could it be? Is it Cloud from Final Fantasy? Is it another Riden. spiky-haired gentleman? Yeah, is it? Could it be any of them? It's probably someone we've never heard of before. But um yeah, what I think we're all very much on the same boat about this game. As in, we all thought the first one is absolutely fine, mediocre, borderline if, if not that. great game. <laughs> yeah honestly if it wasn't but star wars i'm hopeful I
1: probably would have never finished it i mm. think
2: is yeah. the case. but i'm hopeful just because i trust respawn so much that the next one
0: will be better i think the problem is that elden ring has made has solidified dark souls as the thing to be or souls to, mm. as the thing to be and so they'll probably stick with that format which is my main problem with it like at the structure of that game notwithstanding like i kind of I kind of enjoyed the storyline apart from backtracking to do stuff, mm. and like I liked those characters by the end. I was kind of cool with that little crew i don't mind returning to all that stuff. I just really hope it feels a bit more like I'm actually good at being a Jedi boy, you know yeah. when I'm playing this one um and God, I hope there isn't some Metroid bullshit where you lose all your powers at the start of the game and have to get them all back. Don't do that, please. they always do yeah, that, sure, surely not. I'm
2: hoping for more of the big moments and the duels. I enjoyed those. In the end of that game, very Cool. I want more moments like that unless, yeah, like we said, backtrackable planets where you're killing lots of bugs and doing jump puzzles. Um
0: is yeah. Is it I can't remember when that game set. It's after Order sixty six, isn't it? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's around the same time. Well it's so... a few
0: well, it's it's before Obi Wan, isn't it? Chances I think it's... of Cal Kestis turning up in Obi Wan.
1: I think, I think it's about the same sort of time because Cal Kestis when he when Order sixty six happens is a young boy, right? And yeah. So it's probably a similar yeah. sort of time period. Is Cal Kestis going to
0: turn up in Obi-Wan? <gasps> that's exactly what I think. Fuck. I think yeah. it's going to happen. Oh. We're going to get that lad with the face coming on. Um, in terms It'd be much of the game, if he met Ob one in the game. <laughs> Ooh,
2: hello there.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was better that time. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, in terms of the game though, I, for me there's just a, like a couple of it One, I want a fast travel back to the ship. Why the fuck oh, does God, that yeah. not exist in that game? Mm-hmm. And two, um some of the planets are just like, they're just boring to look at. Like they're, mm. they're, if you build your whole game on building these huge environments that have got multiple paths and so you've got to do lots of backtracking, Make them, like, really beautiful and fun. I think Kashik mm-hmm. was okay in that game, but yeah. apart from that, like, the first planet you go on, uh, after you do all the interesting, yeah, yeah, it's oh, it yeah. just so boring. The Jedi planet. What, was, what, yeah. Whatever Give that, me some
0: more, like, city ones. The one with the, the Darth Maul people, can't remember what it was called. Dathomir. Dathomir. Mm. Demon mm. town. I'd like, <laughs> fuck me. The Just the thought of going back to that makes me feel physically yeah. sick.
1: I don't yeah. ever want to see Dathomir I think again. I they could... Um,
2: I think they could learn a lot from the Guardians of the Galaxy game because they had fairly linear levels, but they were visually interesting, I thought. Mm. And there was weird creatures, like it wasn't just like giant mosquitoes, they were actually like odd creatures. And yeah, I feel like if they took a look at that game, but they're probably far in production before they had a good look at that. But you know, I'm hoping
0: if it wasn't for the fact that Amy Hennig is making that Star Wars game again, I would Mm -hmm. be like maybe there's a chance they'll pair this back turn it into the sort of unchartedy type experience but it's just not going to happen at this point like no, this is yeah. this is going to be more of the, the the solzy stuff for better and worse um and i know that like worked for yeah. a lot of people like we are on exactly one. we are d-
2: definitely in the minority on that like a yeah. lot of people love this game and uh, i'm wary we always moan about it and there's probably people who love it like why don't you like it it just I I, know, it just didn't click i didn't by any means hate it but no. you know i, I just st- i hope I this one more
0: the the trailer skews very like dark and broody. I'm hoping mm. there's still those moments of like I I like I said I genuinely enjoyed some of those relationships and like the funnier, you know, the light-hearted Star Warsy moments of a crew and I wouldn't mind if we got a bit more of that. Mm. Um mm. so yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm look- I'm
2: still very much looking forward to it. Um we also got our first look at Andor, the spin-off from Rogue One. Um a 12-part disney plus serious um mm. i i don't know to to quote to quote another star phrase i have a bad feeling about yes. this I, I, <laughs> not i just think i think it's going to be the opposite of what obi-wan is to me which is going to be a lot of characters and things i just don't care about and i just i don't know i feel like it's just going to be quite dull
1: i guess <laughs> my big question is was anybody in the world clamoring for more cassie and andor Right. I don't know. <laughs> I think,
0: I think I'm more up on this than you two, having, having mm-hmm. come out of the trailer. I agree, like, I am not a Rogue One guy. It's not mm. my thing. I'm one of, I'm, I'm a solo freak. If you're giving yeah. me a Star Wars solo oh, yeah. story, give me a solo. Yeah. But, um, I will say, like, I don't give a shit about Andor. But the thing that I enjoy about this trailer is A, it looks quite like, it looks like it's adapting the right bits of Rogue One for me, which is like the wary, like the kind of the, the grittier war movie type bits, which mm. I think is a good learning. Um, I like the man hitting an anvil. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm one. into that. But Stellan Skarsgård's always fun. Yeah, so I love Stellan Scar- Skarsgård. I love. Um, oh my god, I can't remember her name. She's in Killing Eve and um, and uh, the Harry Potter movies. Um, Mrs. Dursley. That's her, Card isn't
1: it? Is, <laughs> Card is on the case. It looks like he's trying to find. Oh, her. Fiona Short?
2: No, Fiona Short. That's somewhere. is Yeah, I? Fiona Short.
0: Yeah. She's Mrs. We've Dursley, right? I've not gone, I've not lost my mind. Is she Mrs. <laughs> Dursley? <laughs> yeah, she's Mrs. Dursley. She's Petunia. <laughs> um, she's great. And the thing, just because it's, just because I've just watched Obi-Wan, one of the things I really liked about that episode of Obi-Wan was getting a look at a world where the Empire was, Setting up, and the resistance or the Rebel Alliance wasn't a thing really mm-hmm. yet. They were an underground, and if that's what Andor's about, if it's about those like scrappier moments of like we're trying to make this happen, um, and we're we're scrabbling this resistance together, then I'm kind of into seeing more of that stuff where it's like Empire sympathizers and then people turning and like a bit of that World War Two kind of vibe. Sure. Um, I mm-hmm. could see that like that's why i'm it positive could be, about it, it could be fun but you're right um, 12 fucking episodes 12 is a lot
2: well i think they've already announced a season two of 12 episodes as well so <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of Come on. um i, I don't know, i tone, take it from maybe i'm overly cynical about it but i just had the feeling they wanted to do a han solo like show but they're like we can't do actual han solo who's the next best character we've got who's like han solo and it's Cassie and Andor. So it's, it's set five years before Rogue One. So I doubt we'll see many of the characters. I think, uh, isn't Alan Tudyk back as, um, the Rogue? Oh, or, he's or,
0: was it K2SO? K2SO. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so he's going to make an appearance. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, st- maybe it's because I'm in with Obi-Wan and Ranger. Really I'm just struggling to get excited for this one, especially since it's only what two months away. They, that's too much. Is it that close? It's just too much. Yeah. It's August 31st. Yeah, I should August know last. that. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah the, um,
1: like the sense of tone in the trailer was really cool. I thought the music was like all that bellowing going on and stuff mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, it's quite stylistic from what I can see, but I don't know if I'm going to give a shit about any of these people. Yeah. So 12 <laughs> yeah. episodes there is a, a couple, lot of that. <laughs>
2: there's a couple of things that get me interested. A, you mentioned the music. It's by Nicholas Brittell, who obviously does mm. succession and yes, did the moonlight soundtrack. Like it's incredible music. So that's one good thing. Another one, B. Forest Whitaker is back as Saw Guerrero <laughs> which means tangentially maybe
1: mm. Paul oh, is back oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we well, all know what he does he uh <laughs> yes uh, the unfortunate side effect is that one tends to lose it's one's mind, mind. So, oh my god i want i want A Borgullet pocket episode from the viewpoint of Borgullet.
0: I hope there's something about Borgullet's mum and dad and how Borgullet got so fucked up. Mama
1: Gullet, Mama and Papa Gullet, Mama mama, Papa Gullet.
0: Yeah, I hope we see baby. I hope it's Borgullet babies. That's what I want. we've waited so long for more Borgullet. They better give us more Borgullet.
2: I'm I'm just reading about Borgullet now, actually. Um. To yeah, make a podcast, right? production. <laughs> yeah, but I was really bad. Two and a half tons of silicon were used. Um, and he was 10 by six by a six foot puppet operated by a crew of 15 puppeteers Bloody for Borgullet. That That's impressive word for, uh, work for boar Gullet. So let's hope he's back. Cause if they went on to the effort to make that, hopefully they kept engine just melt down boar Gullet to make something <laughs> else. Um, but yeah, no, here we go. go. And then let's get the Borgullet spin off. It could be like a Star Wars what if Borgullet goes into people's minds
0: and you get different Sees stories. they hypotheticals. Yes, please. Yeah,
2: free <laughs> ideas there. Um, that's, um. That's that's the there wasn't actually that much more
0: from Star Wars celebration, was there? Mandalorian season three, of... Tales of the Jedi, Skeleton Crew, the new thing about which sounds like it'll either be really fun or absolute dog shit, which is the <laughs> one about a group of ten year old kids getting lost in the galaxy and after having to find their way home. Mm. Um It's e- that's either gonna be proper Spielberg magic or it'll be a horror show to watch. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Bad
2: yeah. Batch season one, but I know season two was Revealed, yeah. I don't know. I think like the older I get, the less and less percentage of Star Wars stuff actually interests I, me. I, Honestly, mm. I don't think it any- hits. It hits.
0: I don't think it's anything to do with age at this point. I think it's saturation. It's yeah. just you know there's mm. more coming all the time, so it doesn't feel special anymore. So it's just like yeah, yeah. it's um. And do you know what? Interesting. Yeah,
2: that's kind of the opposite when it comes to Stranger Things, which we don't get that often. But when it comes around. I kind of forget how much I like it.
1: Ain't that um, the truth? Between... That is such a spot on like thing. I, I, every time I think, I don't know if I want to watch Stranger Things, and I watch it, i was like, oh yeah, this is class. Yeah, and I've
2: hooked. I've already watched all seven episodes. Did you feel that about season two and no. Three? Okay. No. three? No, three, yes. Three was, yes. I thought yeah. three was excellent. Three yeah.
1: was fine
0: at best. Oh, come, come on. on. No, three was Three <laughs> was very good. You're you're wrong there, Joe. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably on this podcast saying three was great, but I have nothing but average feelings about that. <laughs> um Two wasn't good. Two,
2: I two was so bad to me that I almost didn't watch season three. But, but, it was, but I'm glad I did because I really enjoyed uh, season.
1: I've three. got a hazy memory of two, but I feel like it, we only really think it's bad because there was that one really terrible episode when Eleven goes off of a new crew and mm. starts murdering. That wasn't powers. that.
2: That's that was terrible but also poor. i just don't remember who the villain i don't remember anything just really cause it was all
1: it. like
0: weird little tentacle dogs running yeah, about it wasn't,
2: <laughs> there wasn't a big bad and what you do have in strange things season four part one is a very good big bad. Yes. So you haven't watched any of this, have you, Joe? No, because I'm job so to tempt you in.
0: I'm so angry at there being hour and a half episodes all the time. I
1: just I can't. But,
0: but
2: I, you can pause like, them halfway through if you want. That's the glory in it. It does
1: fly by, mate, as well. I'll be it honest. really,
2: it really does. Yeah. it's really good fun. So I, I've really, I've watched all seven episodes already, wow. and I had a fantastic time. Um, the like we said, the villain is very good. We're not going to spoil it the villain is excellent they've gone more than they have before full horror this time around it's only really the first episode you get some of that like we're having fun in the 80s stuff really from second episode onwards they just go full into this is now a horror show and it's fully riffing off of nightmare and i Street just with I a just little bit of hellraiser that, yeah. in there as yeah. well um it's very good fun um yeah i don't know i am um, you're well into it as well, aren't you, Dale? We're kinda of, I yeah. think we're both surpr like both surprised by it. like I think I told you was it you I told you I told someone that's like um all the time watching I'm like, this is really good fun, like, oh but I I'm not you know I never consider myself a huge stranger thing fans and then as soon as I finished the last episode I was like, oh, I want more. Where's yeah. the next one? <laughs> it's
1: gone. I always felt like yeah i felt like the first season was fantastic but then i felt oh the older they get the less charming you know the relationship between Mm -hmm. that gang will be and they keep adding to the gang obviously like the cast size is absolutely huge in this part of the reason why the runtime Mm -hmm. feels so bloody long is because i feel like there's so many stories interwoven uh but again yeah it felt like a, a little bit of a chore to press play on the first episode but since then every we've been watching one episode a night and I'm just looking forward to it every night so much. Yeah. Right? I'm very excited. I'm on the fourth. We've watched the fourth one last night. We're doing the fifth tonight. Oh, that's but... that's excellent. Yes. The fourth one, the fourth one was um, super good.
2: You can see why all the kids are discovering Kate Bush. Yes. Um, <laughs> good on them, I say, because Kate Bush is excellent. So there you go. That's our song sorted for the end, isn't it? If people haven't heard it enough already. Um But yeah, I like I said, I just really enjoy the horror elements. There's still sections of the show I'm not that into. Like, I like it best when it's just groups of kids trying to solve a mystery like i've never been big into the actual eleven and her powers stuff mm-hmm. that is the bit of the show where i'm like like i just don't care like about her growing up and stuff like that and i would but, say um i will say well i will say that there's a good payoff to it in this series so it's like it made it worthwhile sticking with okay. i'm also not never been a big fan of the hopper stuff as well and his stuff kind of in this series does just seem a little bit jammed in. It's a bit disconnected from everything. Maybe, I don't know, that
1: that yeah, might tie up at it, some point. It feels like a bit of a device when you've got such a big cast to separate the cast a little bit and give them their own mm. stories the hopper thing definitely feels a little bit like that i do say i will say i found a new appreciation for murray this season i was never that bothered oh by murray before.
0: is excellent <laughs> i'm
1: really enjoying him I, this season I, I fucking love brett gellman so he's he just plays
2: so. the same character in absolutely yeah, everything exactly like this fleabag like just like Kind of just a lecture, a lech of a middle-aged yeah. man who's just a bit of a mess. Um, but yeah, he's brilliant yeah. at that. With, um, but yeah,
1: I, sorry, with, uh, with well, Eleven, um, like you were saying before about the Spowers thing, I agree with you. And I also find myself in between seasons liking that character less because I find Millie Bobby Brown like quite annoying. But then, <laughs> but then at the start of the show, like they, I think they do a fantastic job of really sort of helping you sympathize with that character again. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, her story in the first couple of episodes especially was like really powerful and something that anyone really can relate to as well
2: um sadie sink is really good in it as well mm. she's fantastic she plays max just like all of them are good they're all they're all like what nearly 20 now a lot of those kids and they have grown up a lot like they do pull off still being what i imagine they're supposed to be 16 at this point are they around that
1: like i guess they're doing 18 i guess because they're at like wait no but they're, um, they've
2: just like high school so is that 16 in america i don't know yeah maybe who knows
1: something around that age around that age
2: <laughs> yeah um uh, but yeah it's still got a good mixture of fun and horror but a lot more horror this time around i think like i think this is borderline like you know push it not pushing a 12 but like an eight. you know if i was younger there'd be stuff that would scare me like it's almost nightmare on elm street levels of like scares sometimes in imagery Do you know um, what's
0: really and- a horror is Will byers' his haircut. Yes. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that is a
2: shocker. And I would say he is probably there's no coincidence that over the show he has slowly got less and less important because I think he is the one duff actor out of all of them. He doesn't he's not very good. He's just um, got big scared
0: eyes. That's his whole thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, it worked when he yeah. was cute though. Now mm-hmm. he's just like a gangly teen. Doesn't yeah, have the same actually, power.
2: I should know this. When are the last episodes come in? Uh it
1: isn't it, it like is.
2: in july That's something yeah it's not long oh first of july so it's only a month away yeah um it's only two episodes i think isn't it but they are basically almost two hours the, each, the, the so last episode is films
0: the last episode is two and a half hours long which <laughs> it's a film it better be yeah, good basically...
2: well do you know what every episode of the of uh, the seven i've watched so far were good so do you know what I'd encourage you, Joe. You may, you may, you may regret it. I'm but gonna uh, have to actually you.
0: watch it and I'm pissed off about it, to be honest. I don't yes. want to watch all of Stranger Things again. You'll like <laughs> it when you
1: start watching it though. Because
2: so. <laughs> that, that cracking theme will start up and you'll be like, yeah, I'm in again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back in Hawkins, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> uh, there we go. We've got, we've got so much to talk about this week. Um, mm. Let's move on swiftly to more horror. <gasps> Ah, Dale, you yes. previewed a game called Madison. I have. What's this about then?
1: So, Madison is another one in the long line of PT clones, but it's a little bit more than that, I think. So, uh yes, Ooh. it's it's very much that sort of style of PT. It's a first-person psychological horror. You're in an old, creepy house. You're roaming around the halls trying to find clues. There's jump scares. There's weird. Not you know, you know what. To expect. It's that sort it's of. It's horror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like more specifically, like psychological horror. There's no guns or weapons or anything like that. Mm. Um, however, the, the, there's a couple of key things. I think the first thing to say is there's actually a small studio called Bladeus Games and the level of polish on this thing is like, really high it feels like made by a large studio like everything including like the details of the rooms and all the way things are hidden in the environment and the lighting and the music and attention it's like really impressive considering the size of the studio and the the big hook for this i guess is that your main character luca has a polaroid camera or they call it instant camera in this game Mm -hmm. and uh the the whole conceit is it works as a puzzle device so you take photos of certain objects in the environment and then you have to shake and develop photos and that reveals clues or it changes the environment once you take a photo. Um, oh, okay. That all, that all sounds fine, but there's also it, the thing that really brings to the table this camera for me is this idea of exploring the environment. So it's, it's full of like dark corners and ambiguous shadows and there is a lot of things that you know, pop by in a flash and you don't, you don't know what you saw. And so I feel like I spent half my time walking around this game, just firing the flash, just so I could get like that precious one second of light in the environment. So I could actually see what was happening. And then you've got this great moment afterwards where you're developing the film to see actually what's going to be on that image and if there was something there or not. And it's got this great sort of push and pull mechanic where I'm constantly on edge. I feel like relieved because I took a flash and I could see for a second. But then mm. I'm also nervously anticipating what's going to be on the image uh, as well. You know
2: what that reminds me of? In the... It used to... Ter- like, one of the most scariest scenes I've seen in a film is in the original Saw. 100% where walking it's around this flat with the yeah. flash, and it makes the noise of the... Yeah. Every time. Like, that's
1: not a scary film. It's... That is that a scary scene. scene. I remember scary. That, I remember that scene, like, vividly being terrifying. And again it's it's that dynamic it's not about what you're going to see in the flash it's the waiting in between for the reload of the flash in this Mm -hmm. case it's a waiting to develop the film and it's that it constantly creates that sense of tension um yeah i think that along with it's got some other things it's got it's i've been told it's survival it's got survival horror mechanics and for all i can see from that is it's got an inventory system it's got a safe system so you're constantly swapping in and out items to solve different puzzles feels a bit arbitrary because it's like it's not about using the safe to oh i need precious ammunition i need herbs or whatever you like you do doing Resident evil it's literally just mm. storing puzzle items it's like which puzzle do you want to sell first ultimately that feels a bit tacked on but the actual dynamic of roaming around with that camera in this like really well designed environment is like super appealing to me like i've played half the game so far and it's i can't wait to play oh. the rest of it so is it you just use
2: it for puzzle stuff you don't use it's not like fatal frame you don't use it as a weapon or a. Defense so i term. don't
1: know so as you go through the game they develop so there is a an instant where you go into this old mm. it's in trailers so i'm going to say there's this old sort of cathedral and um, okay. you're in there in 2022 but you see a sign that says like 1987 if you take a picture of that it transports you into that same environment but in 1987 and then you could also do it into like 1950 something is it can be used... So, in that case, it's used as, like, a time travel device. It's also used as a way to activate certain doors or reveals, hidden passages. And I get the sense of how it's developed. for like every sort of area, it feels like they tack on new ways to use the camera. So, I wouldn't be surprised if later game there is... You can use it as a weapon. Perhaps, like, the Blair Witch game. I feel mm-hmm. like there the camera was used as almost like a deflection against the thing coming towards you, from what I remember. So I wouldn't be surprised if we went down that route. It's got a lot of ideas, mm. that's for sure.
2: It looks like it has a good atmosphere to it. It reminds me almost yeah. of the sort of atmosphere of the Layers of Fear games in a yeah. way, that sort of thing. I feel like like that is one thing those games get right. I mean, I, I found it quite bizarre the last couple of years, like, Blueberry released the Medium and now suddenly they're considered the worst horror studio in the planet. Mm, like, they have some good pedigree there. Like, yeah. Like, every time you see them mentioned or Silent Hill, everyone's like, no, 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 <laughs> never. It's like, I It's I quite think bizarre that, to me, quite harsh on them, I think. I think the problem
0: is that as they're... Like, I really like Layers of Fear and Observer in particular, those first two Bloober games. I think the problem is that mm. as they've gotten more ambitious, I think they've fallen yeah. further short of their aims. Um mm. And I do think there's some legitimate criticism of the medium's ending as well. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it, that up. I'm not saying that's a good game, up. but um, you but, know, yeah. they
2: have history of making yeah, some good yeah, yeah.
0: stuff. As um, what I'm to say. We're off, we're off track, but yes, um, the thing with the, uh, the thing that I like the sound of with Madison is it's taking that, and I'm, it's kind of weird that we haven't seen this in a mainstream or, you know, a semi mainstream thing since PT properly, but I like that it's taking that idea of, solving the environment mm. in a way mm. rather than like fighting your way through it there's something really appealing about like trying to get through by thinking rather than running sure in, to some uh, extent
1: and i will say it's um perhaps a tiny bit more handholdy than pt is because obviously pt is very sort of obtuse and like mm. the way some of the puzzles are solved although it is i did have several occasions and bear in mind i'm playing this game Way before it's coming out where I saw, so I can't Google answers basically where I would just be in a room for a long period of time. Like, I cannot solve this. I cannot work this out. And then there would just be uh, like repeating my steps, looking through my notes, trying to work out what I've missed. And then eventually the, the, the answer would be there and it would usually involve the camera or, you know, or inspecting an object or something like that. So there's definitely, yeah, an environmentally, environmental puzzle situation with this game. And it sounds
2: like a, a horror version of super liminal that game in mm. a way yeah it's if, if a very light version black. of that yeah i think yeah. And like
1: i will say it's not for the if you are someone who doesn't do well with horror and jump scares <laughs> it's not for you there's a it lot to be what
2: that game 90 percent <laughs> of that game is it's, jump scares but look, it's right.
1: quite and well, yeah well the way i cut that video was like all the other all big bits mm. but yeah there, there is quite a lot and from what i've seen so it's about your the, the house is um, possessed by demons and there's I've seen at least three different types, and I think there's more as the game goes by. And they have a little section where, okay, this for this next hour, you're going to be terrorised by this one demon, and then you're going to swap to a new environment, and it's going to be a new situation. There's a one when you're on your way to the cathedral, there's these uh, maze-like hallways which took me absolutely ages to navigate and work out how to get through. And yes, you have your camera, but you also have a lighter. And the lighter, you just hold down the trigger and you're holding this flame in front of you. But every now and again, the flame just cuts out for a second and then you have to put the lighter back on. And 90% of the time, nothing is there, but every now and again, like it really, it puts you on edge, like big time. If, you, if you've got a nervous That's disposition, smart. don't play this game. I will never play this game. It sounds really yeah. clever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. It sounds, it sounds horrible, but, um, I'm glad you're finally tackling your demons, Dale, because it's been a long time. We've been talking about you going through this for a while. I'm glad what? it's happening. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, to get off of this like, weird <laughs> attack on
0: Dale, uh, not enough, not enough <laughs> games with scary demons. Demons are mm. usually like metal boys. <laughs> like guitar, There's always guitar music with demons in games. I'm quite happy to see some demons as spooky boys. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, nice. These
1: demons take the form of pensioners with bits of their bodies hanging off. Superb. So.
0: Yeah. Love it. <laughs> mm.
1: Fantastic. Um... Why don't we crack on? We've got another game to talk about
2: before an endless search. Yeah. Um, card Shark Joe is a game that I believe is out now. People
0: can play it now. Why don't you tell them if they should? I think they should. <laughs> with some caveats for people. Okay, so, mm. point one, and this is something that the developer, Neriel, who made Reigns, those like card game. Oh, yeah. Stra- okay. mm-hmm. Like card game story games. Um, yeah. They say this outwardly. Card Shark is not a card game, so get that out of your head. It is a game about cheating at cards in 14th... Is it 14th century? When was when was the French Revolution? Just before uh, that. 18th century. 18th. I was well out. Um, 18th century France. Um, and essentially, you are taught... The, the, the entirety of the gameplay in this game is you are taught different ways to cheat at cards. And in each card game you are put into you are solely responsible for doing the cheating bits and none of the actual playing the game of cards that is being played so for instance um one super easy way is you'll like find a way to stack three cards that you need at the top of a deck and then you learn how to riffle shuffle those things which is the thing where you get two halves of the deck Mm -hmm. and shuffle them together Mm -hmm. by pulling the corners but pulling the side you want the cards to be on the top of slower than the other side so that it looks natural to other people, but you're actually stacking the cards you need at the top of the deck without anyone noticing. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like, it's almost QTEs. It's like you're given a moment, say, the, the earliest thing you learn is you pretend to be a waiter and you're pouring wine and then you're looking at the person's cards as you're pouring wine. All you have to do as a gameplay interaction in that moment is hold down on the deep on the uh, on the analog stick. But what you are actually doing is doing that, holding it enough so that you are pouring the wine slowly, whilst right. also making sure you don't over or under pour the wine, and at the same time looking at the cards that person has in their hand, which you'll then learn a way to signal to the other card player what they have <laughs> through different means. And so mm-hmm. it takes these like super simple interactions and builds really interesting like. Like visual stuff into how you play it. So the story is you're in 18th century France. You're a mute, uh, boy who works in a tavern and a card cheater comes in and teaches you his foot, fir- your first trick. Oh, and Same old story. I know. <laughs> and through, <laughs> and through mishaps, uh, the woman who took you in, in that tavern gets killed and you go on the run with this guy and you get sucked into this world of like low lives and degenerates cheating at cards I like in France. It um it's
2: a bit oliver twisty
0: yeah Yeah. and there's there's real people like voltaire appears in it like there's real figures from history who appear in this in the course of the storyline which gets more and more like mad as time goes on and you realize it's kind of it feels like an old french novel like there's a musketeer (laughs) in it there's like a king on corsica um there's all sorts of like there's no hunchbacks that i was aware of um but you essentially just you're told this story by travelling from card game to card game and cheating in new ways and you're almost inevitably told a new way to cheat every card game you go to. It doesn't really explain why you cheat differently in every single card game <laughs> yeah, instead of just yeah. learning one foolproof way. But um obviously game and that. Um the caveat here is once you get to about five core versions of tricks you're kind of learning variations of a theme all the way through that game. So there are technically 28 ways to cheat, but lots of them are remixed versions of other ones. And honestly, the closest thing to me is like WarioWare or Rhythm Heaven, where it's like taking mini games you've already played and then putting them in different orders or combining them and doing them in, in ways like that. Right. And I think people's mileage will vary because when it starts, it's so exciting every time you learn a new way to cheat. It's really cool. And once you master it, you feel fucking great. Like you're so good at being a little horrible French bastard. Um, and, uh, and then as you get on, you're like, oh, I'm just kind of learning that again, but in a new way. Right. And so I think some people get towards the end and if the story hasn't grabbed them enough, they're going to lose impetus. For me, I thought the story was really fun, and that pulled me all the way to the end. But I think that's going to be where I—I th- I, I don't know what our, our review is, um, and I don't know what I haven't talked to anyone else about this in the review period. But like, I would imagine if it gets slightly lower scores, that will be a big part of the a, a big part of the problems that people have with it. I personally think it's great. I also think it looks amazing. It's got this weird like like crayony like ripped up paper like mm. gouache style to it and everyone moves like little puppets and i think i just think it looks really lovely i took so many screenshots as i went through this game i just think it's great um nice. it's just different
1: like, how um mm. how does the the fail state work is it a case of you either do it or you don't or is there a perception sort of meter I'm, or something like i'm that? not
0: going to give away the how that works because i think it's a it's a really nice surprise when it okay. happens but suffice it to say you and this is actually another problem I think is if you fail you generally get put back where you were before in a in a one of a few different ways um the problem being that often you're replayed tons of dialogue and the the game you get the feeling like this is a studio that wanted to make the kind of game it wanted to make and it doesn't necessarily have the same chops in like Creating a narrative because there are points where you're put back, and someone will reference the fact that you were here before, or you'll Uh, reference the fact you were here before, but it doesn't actually make sense story wise why that's happened. And specifically, towards the end, I had a couple of moments where I was like, This makes no fucking sense what's (laughs) going on at this point because I failed in a place it didn't want me to, and it's just put me back. And like, people aren't talking as if things have happened that have, and it's very strange, right? But the way it gets you out of fail states. I won't say what it is but I think it's very cool. Um so you'll 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 see I'm, it if I'm you excited it. to try it. I've uh, I've
2: got it downloaded onto my Nintendo Switch and yeah. intend to start it. I think um, it works really I'm nicely on Switch
0: as well. Um I could see cuz it's on PC as well, right? And I think mm-hmm. if I don't know how it would work with keyboard and mouse cuz it feels so natural to do things with like two analog sticks or different buttons and things like that. Um again very wary aware like uh, it feels very at home on Switch in that way. Um but yeah, like I said, it's just different. Like it feels like no other game I've played, and I think that's that like it doesn't have a genre, which is so rare for a game of like mm. particularly at this level of yeah. like a devolver game or a publisher of that level. Like you don't get games where you're like, I just don't know what to call this. It's different. <laughs> it's some it's something new. And I think that's really, really cool. Well, nice. It is called Card Shark. So yeah, if baby. you want to check it out, give it a go on your Switch or your PC. I think there's a demo uh, still out. I don't know if they Close
2: oh, the demo, but yeah, it's worth trying. Nice. Um, do you know what else is worth trying? Yeah. A little round of the endless search. Ooh.
0: Inside it's the UK AG crew. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the ones and two. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Hold at the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and two, we got the games gonna play for you, inside, I got question for you
2: we are enjoying this one star film game so much that we're only gonna go and play it again oh, because i've gone yeah. overboard and <laughs> come up with too many clues for the last time we did it so i've got the extras for it but before that Dale, we're still on the hunt for what to call this we are
1: we've um, got a bunch of emails shall i read them out
0: what well, should we it. should we say what did we say last week i liked gold panning the most gold yeah, panning is the one yeah. to beat for me
1: I can't remember which that ones is quite good. we read out last week, have received this week, or have spoke about privately. <laughs> it's all sort of blurred into one, so I don't want to say what my favourite is. But I think one of my favourites might be in this mm. this pile of suggestions.
2: Oh, a new um, contender! Here we go. Yeah, so this
1: is from George Bovrat or Bavra Uh You know how to pronounce George. <laughs> he says, uh, following Dale's request for some more one-star review game names, you could play a game of. It's fantastic. I hate it. Or metashitic. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> the second one, Metashittic, I'm into that. Is has, that your choice? It? it might be, it might be. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, this is from Alex Presswich. He says, I also have a shout out for a one star game on the endless search and that is, Hey now, you're a one star in the cadence of Smash Mouth's banger.
0: I think that works it the doesn't, creativity. It doesn't really get across the fact that it's like one star reviews of good things yeah. because also, mm invoking Smash Mouth immediately makes you feel like oh it's one star reviews of bollocks yeah. <laughs> and you
2: and you kind of have to sing that one in order to get it across fully I think written down maybe you're losing it a little bit well, well you, you just make sure the host
1: sings that, it every time oh. it's fine
0: yeah what are you expecting this <laughs> to be put up in lights outside a theatre
2: or something I mean do you know what it would work perfectly if this ever became a permanent game we need a new jingle for it then that one would be perfect true it. But,
1: uh, this yeah. one's from David Trevino and he says Star Raving Mad
2: that works. Like it. It works. Pithy.
1: It works. It works very well. Um, Mike Tapia sends One Star Wankers. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue, apparently. One Star I mean, Wankers. <laughs> that's more of an aggressive attack on the, yeah. on the
0: people.
2: <laughs> that is more like one of the reviews for the cast. One Star
1: Wankers. I quite like Metashitic. I think that's pretty good. Of course you do. What? It's, it's crude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crude dude. What can I say? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's your new name now, the crude dude <laughs> from the crudes. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of. I do like. I, I don't mind that. I, I do like. Hey, now you're a one star. If we were to ever get a full jingle for it, I think that's the the caveat for that one. Um, I think you could do. Yeah. Hey,
0: now you're a one star, and and then go into the into the title. Like, say it was gold padding. Hey, now you're a one mm. star. Get your gold then. Pan it now the <laughs> <laughs> and then just have someone shout really faintly in the distance one star wankers yeah, yeah. exactly um, yeah we could just put all of them in
1: someone did say one star wars and i was like hmm, that kind of works oh, yeah works. actually yeah, it does yeah. work i can't why remember that who that on was. list <laughs> yeah i think that might have been last week i can't remember <laughs> why uh, don't we
2: play the actual game um, if you don't remember <laughs> if you don't remember how, to, uh, how this game works they are generally you know Well received films that for some reason people have decided to give one star reviews of on IMDb in their own unique way. Um, and yeah, they kind of, these clues get easier. There's five clues for each film. You get five points if you get it first time, one point if you get it on the last clue. I've tried to make it a little bit harder because I feel like we get them too early sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's just hard to know what, uh, triggers images in people's minds sometimes, isn't it? So So um,
0: you've gone looking for these ones.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I so did these, last time as well. So these are going to yeah. be
0: Cardiff-centric films. I don't know if you, know, you can't,
2: you can't predict me. I, the thing <laughs> I about me can. is, I know you think <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're very predictable, man. That's <laughs> the so no, I know you'd think like that, so maybe I went for films that you know you don't hear me talk about a lot. Rashomon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a banger. Okay, go on. Let's talk about no. Let's not. Let's do the first clue for the, the first death. film. Oh, I love reading these. I love getting in character of uh, people that are ill. Um right, here we go. <laughs> a high pitched kid swearing and trying to act big and bad is the last thing I'm entertained by. I do not see how anyone could like this movie, but apparently some people do. They can have their opinions, but I believe that there is not a single redeeming value about this film in quotation marks.
1: Kez. <laughs> it's,
2: not, it's not it's not Kez. <laughs> I've never actually seen. I him. watched that I've at school. Read randomly, I remember
1: them showing mm. us. At the I read
2: the book at school. Never mm. watched the film.
0: Do we uh, only get one per per round? I can't remember.
2: Uh, I don't. Maybe. Otherwise, you can just keep. Yeah, okay. high pitched you know. kid. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the clue there, isn't it? Now, high pitched kids swearing, oh. trying out big and bad.
1: Uh, home Alone. No, he's not swearing, is he? Nah. <laughs> Imagine if he Next was. Came <laughs> <Him> up the <laughs> fucking top of stairs Bergulous. with a paint can. Eat this, <you> shit. <laughs>
2: I would love to watch that.
0: Sledging <laughs> down the stairs, just going, Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Can we please do a dub version? Oh, it's actually really funny. I want to do
1: that now. Uh, Especially yeah, as, that's if, if your parents and all your family disappeared, you feel like you would, oh, I'm going to swear loads now. Because I always get told off <laughs> for swearing. I'm going to do it non-stop.
0: Buzz's <laughs> <laughs> <Pause his> girlfriend. <laughs> Stop, no, is he- uh, is it Buzz or is it Butch? What is? It's what's Buzz. It? It's Buzz. Yeah, Buzz. Buzz's girlfriend. Fucking out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right for four points on this film.
1: Homer fucking land. what a Sorry. steaming
2: pile of dog manure. Oh, <laughs> mindless, boring, noisy assault and battery of the senses, mm-hmm. all to tell a cliched story. No imagination, just an endless barrage of action scenes meant to entertain mindless morons. Judging by the reviews, a lot of people fell for it. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> <Fell> it kind of <laughs> makes me lose faith in humanity. Mindless trash. Mm,
1: oh, this is ta- clues
0: That has changed my opinion of what this film is. Oh, yeah. Is. It's not, not Home Alone, Alone anymore, not, is it?
1: Is it kick-ass?
2: It's not, not it
0: kick-ass.
2: Mm? That's kick a good out. shout. That is mm. a good shout, though, isn't it? That's, that's nice. That's a nice effort. With a high That's hit the post. <laughs> I'm not saying He's it's the a film work. Cast, but it's a okay. good... <laughs> yeah.
1: At the stanchion. No.
2: I have no idea. You got anything, Joe, or are we I'm moving struggling. on?
0: struggling. Move on, move on.
2: Move on. Okay, for three points. I have a new policy for reviewing movies. <laughs> no matter how much fun they are, if the premise, plot, or script is seriously flawed, then the movie doesn't work. It automatically <laughs> receives a one out of ten... Time travel is a killer for Ooh. all writers.
1: Time travel. Oh, uh, it's not this, but I'm just going to say the Adam Project. Get that off my mind. It <laughs> is uh, not the Adam saying Project. Saying that out loud. Get it off my mind. Um, uh, I mean,
0: is it Back to the Future?
1: It's not Back to the He's not swearing at that.
0: Uh, they say, I don't they know. Say, I seem to remember that's one of those He calls PGs. him Chicken. <laughs> isn't that one of those pgs where there's, there's more raunchy? apart from the incest which is obviously i don't
2: think kind of from my way, mcfly though he probably
0: says shit
1: i think he says i think he's a son of a bitch he says heavy <laughs> a lot yes, <laughs> anyway uh, we've made
2: it to the fourth clue for okay two hell. points it's it's gonna start getting you're gonna start getting it was such a shame to see a sequel as lame as this made from one of the better sci-fi movies of all time. Oh. Sure, the effects were brilliant for their time and worth seeing the movie for, but special effects do not a great film make. Oh. It's a bit of poetry at
0: the
1: end. Sci-fi Ooh, sequel. This feels like
0: it's so obvious now. Yeah, I know, right? I feel
2: like this is the point where people will be screaming at you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just to make you feel better. I do. All I can think of is sci-fi sequel with a little kid swearing, and that's just like. What? And what? lots of action scenes and, and time, travel.
2: time travel.
0: It seems so odd. Why is it?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> what is it?
2: <laughs> oh. I'll, give you, I'll give you a few more seconds
1: and so we're moving on. So, there one where you just got.
0: Avengers Game. <laughs> nope.
1: <Nah. laughs> he just Should got filmed in on? your head and I'll... I just can't get rid of it. Just wonder if, say...
0: if he. I was wondering if he thought Ant Man, because he was small, was actually a child. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not Spider Man. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that scene in that film. Singing. Right.
2: Are we moving on, Dale? Are you, are you, yeah, yeah. We're going for the right. one point. Okay, yeah. one point. The film is horribly. No, sorry. The film is a horribly written movie about machines coming back from the future to destroy the oh, be- It say. is Terminator 2. Of course, T's it's Terminator 2. Damn it. <laughs> Let uh, me finish that one. It's about machines coming back from the future to destroy a guy who's supposed to be all that. He isn't.
1: In this movie, <laughs> he's a brat to
2: be all brats, even for a kid. You just hope he gets killed and the movie
1: ends. <laughs> missing the point. It's interesting reading of uh,
2: Terminator 2 there. Uh, that's day. one point to Joe. Mm. There we go. Terminator 2. We got down to the last one on one. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. Next film. I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. Other than that, I just don't get the quality reviews. The movie was out and out horrible. I understand there was an underlying message, but how does this movie expect to captivate a child? Mm. The only saving grace of the movie was that Fred Willard was a part of it. (coughs) Fred
1: Willard.
0: I know Fred Willard. Was he it?
2: That's a little clue for you, isn't it? Ooh. Different type of clue. A cast (laughs) clue.
0: It's more... Oh, that makes it more recent than I thought it was, I think.
2: Mm. I might be wrong though. I'd be very impressed if you got it off that. This mm. is more like if you can think of something that fits that, well done, you get five points.
1: Mm, I haven't mm. got anything.
0: Bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> 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 Imagine if it was. I <laughs> no, think Fred no, Willard not... would be about 21 in that as well. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. Next clue. If you're looking for state of the art CGI, you probably won't find anything better. Yet. <laughs> but if you're looking for humour, there are tons of better choices. And if you're looking for something heartwarming, you can also do much, much better. Actually, the funniest part of the movie happened when my wife and our granddaughter took a restroom break. They returned to report that the feet of the woman in the stall beside them look exactly like the feet of the Axiom's passengers. Sad, but still funny. Oh, is it,
1: um, <laughs> Wally?
2: It is. I yeah, didn't think nice. you'd remember the name of the ship yeah. from Wally. There you go. So, just a
0: bit of fat-shaming at the end of that yeah. one as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Uh, let me see if there's any other funny, uh... Du, du, du. That one's not too funny. I'll, I'll only read out the other reviews if they're particularly... uh yeah. <laughs> I don't mind fantasy movies at all, as long as they make sense. Someone explain to me how finding one sapling on Earth means that Earth is now inhabitable again? <laughs> surely, there, surely there must be other parameters to test. Hmm, let's say carbon dioxide. Maybe oxygen could be the one. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a kids movie, uh, man. <laughs>
2: It's uh, a it's, and then it. there's another one really ranting about people saying recycling an earth day and how it's all nonsense. So we'll ignore that one, yeah. but uh, we're doing funny. So that's uh, four points today or so. It's four one after two, three more to go. Let's go. First clue of film three. Annoying characters, useless dialogue, horrible acting. I wonder why the newer movies were so mediocre, but it turns out that each of the movies in this series is mediocre, starting from the very first one. Oh. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? <coughs> Star Wars A New Hope? No. That's what I was going to go
0: for. Yeah. Uh, it's Harry Potter and, Potter and the Philosopher's Stone.
2: It? It's not, but you know, just you have kind of guess the first film in a series. Uh, the Matrix? But, you've had your guess, it's right, not The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a free one now, Joe.
0: Uh, No, it's fine. Okay, cool. (laughs) Stick to the
2: rules. I like it. it. Next clue for four points. One of the actors can't even chew gum properly. So clearly engineered for people with an eight-year-old mentality. Ironic, then, that this revolting tripe carried a PG-13 rating. Probably not. I know a lot of people seem to love it. Me being elitist? Possibly. A case of mass mental illness? Probably. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What is wrong with people? I'm pretty sure you wrote all these, Carly, to be honest.
2: (laughs) Imagine if I just uh, (laughs) spent my whole evening writing these. Uh, um, So, yeah, one of the actors can't even chew gum properly, if you remember that, then then Um, you're in.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, I've got nothing. Nah. I doubt you would. <laughs> Back <laughs> to only,
2: the future. Really,
0: <laughs> again. It's
2: not. Yeah. <laughs> only reading that one out do I realise I've not. I suppose you know it's a PG-13. So there you go, mm-hmm. PG-13 and that to Can't Chew Gum in the first in the series. Uh, anyway, we're moving on. Box office grosses of this terrible movie make all the box office grosses of Titanic extremely deserving. That's right. And how the hell did this abomination of a movie get a better rating than Titanic on this site? The reason for my strange praise for Titanic is because at least Titanic had a story <laughs> at the foreground and special effects were used to support the story. The opposite is happening in this movie, where the special effects take the front seat and in fact is the only purpose of the movie. Everything in this movie is horrible except for the special effects.
1: The Did I mention Avengers. Titanic?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, it's not Avengers.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oh PG-13 first of a
2: series working. impressive CGI big box office that's what you got
1: BB. Uh, Avatar it's not Avatar it's, the rest haven't come out, out yet so it's not uh, mm-hmm. are we moving on? Yeah. yeah
2: okay for two points fell for the hype in the 90s hated it Finally saw it again in two thousand two thousand and twenty one. Who's just like finally saw it again in twenty twenty one? Hated it even more. <laughs> the novel was brilliantly subversive take oh, on Jurassic climate Park. change panic. It is Jurassic Park. Yeah, nice. oh, yeah. Imagine thinking Jurassic Park is a one star. that's it's
1: insane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, especially this line from this review: "In the hands of a mature director, it could have been smart and scary." <laughs>
1: So you like your little the final... pop star Spielberg, whatever his, his name, name is? <laughs>
0: this is someone who's deeply afraid of being eaten while on the toilet, and he's just letting it all come out. He's like, oh, yeah. so immature for toilet death. Two more to Dale, six
2: one. The last uh, Jurassic Park one is a banger, though. It's Steven Spielberg seems to have lost the ability to direct a film. <laughs> if you want to see a film with a good story, great characters, and interesting dialogue, stay away from this. If you like special effects... By all means, enjoy.
0: <laughs> also, also, I fucking hate people who are like, if you want to see a film with great... St- blah, 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 and then don't have any yeah, yeah. actual advice <laughs> yeah. for you, it's like, don't do this. Like You're crap at this. Like, You're not even good <laughs> yeah. at recommending things.
1: It's, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> Unless you like CGI. Then right. Enjoy. Yeah.
2: By all means. <laughs> Six
1: wanted out. Next film.
2: Dear Lord... This mo- (laughs) I didn't do the exclamation mark. Dear lord! This this movie was too long. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was too long and just dumb. There were so many scenes that didn't make sense and weren't really needed. I mean, what were they thinking when they made this movie? The plot line was a good idea, but the movie itself sucked. And I'm sure we all know that once you've seen one pair of boobs, you've seen them all. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> what are, I don't know what that review... I don't know what they're going for. <laughs> but...
1: <coughs> is this a film with multiple breasts, or is that just bollocks, what they're saying? <laughs> I'm
0: not going to tell yeah, you. Okay. Am I? Total Recall. <laughs> that would be that a a ma-
2: an chat. amazing one <laughs> if it was, but it's not <laughs> because you have not seen <laughs> exactly. any like that.
1: <laughs> what is this film? Uh, and then, and I know I'm going down the wrong path here. Where I'm thinking like Animal House and stuff. It's probably not that, right?
2: You can you can say it if you want.
1: Uh, American Pie.
2: <laughs> it's not American Pie. Mm-hmm. Right. Next clue. Terrible waste of time. The second half of the movie is just a long, pointless Tarantino rip-off that is even harder to watch than two days in the valley. When I think of this movie's success, all I can think about is the story about the Emperor's new clothes. (laughs) Okay. So they think the second half of the film is a Tarantino rip-off. Hmm... Which you know what I don't think the director would, would necessarily disagree with in, in a in
1: a bad way. Okay. I'm trying to think of Tarantino ripoffs that I critically acclaimed.
0: I'm trying to think what like
1: what a Tarantino ripoff even looks. Lots like. Lots of violence and blood. Yeah, it's just violence. Over the top dialogue, maybe I guess.
0: Uh,
2: hmm. I'd say this film's more aligned with a with a, with a Goodfellas than a than a, than a Tarantino. I'm giving too many clues. These aren't that's my reviews. A, that's a aren't. big clue. Mm, but it's not... Uh, I, I might be misleading you a little there. It's yeah. more in style, uh, not not in subject. Matter. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> no. I move on? Yeah, move on. Yeah, okay, for three points. <laughs> Friends in Portland, Oregon told me they'd walked out of this movie <laughs> halfway through <laughs> and urged me not to go. Such I went... <laughs> a mistake of the First Order. I also ended up walking out halfway through it. I've never seen a movie that can make 70s popular music sound faded and even depressing. Guardians of
1: the Galaxy? No, that's not 70s. No. Uh, <laughs> that, I'd love
2: to see the Tarantino... Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I just Boogie got distracted by the music thing, right?
2: It is Boogie Nights, ah, nice. Joe. good job. There we go. That is one where you read into me. Oh... <laughs> uh, that makes it 6-4 with one to play. It's exciting. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Um, I do like this review that says, the only positive thing I can say is that at least the director had the courage to let us see the dick at the end, unlike the
1: full Monty.
0: <laughs> brave, very brave. If you take off the bit where he says the only good thing, I agree. That is, that's <laughs> good work. It's a. It's,
2: and then the last review was just, the script seems to be constantly revolving between sex, drugs, disco, sex, drugs, disco, <laughs> sex, drugs, disco. In other words, going nowhere. It's an unending party.
1: I feel like someone could that clip you awesome. out. Sounds
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. I feel like someone could clip you out saying sex, drugs, disco, and put that in some sort of remix, and it yeah. would be like, top I think of
2: the we tracks. are going to try like putting clips on Twitter of the podcast. So that maybe that's the one. <laughs> that's the one for this. week. Get people in. Right, one more film. Six four. All to play for. First clue. Two hours and 40 minutes with at least an hour of me looking at my watch is not what I want when I go to a movie. After a while, you start to think the acting is pretty good because there's nothing else to look at. Save your money, stay at home, sit in a dark room and just think about how bleak, underwhelming, flat, and empty life is. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say that I loved the idea of this person in the cinema pushing their watch towards their face for an <laughs> hour so that they couldn't see the screen. And then at the end, they're like, sit in a dark room. <laughs> they're just really into shit. It's They'd dark. rather
2: sit in a dark room looking at nothing than this film. Oh, my God. That's two bleak? hours and 40 minutes. Mm.
1: Is this not is not Sorry?
0: What, oh, okay. Did it say bleak something?
2: Uh, yeah. Just think about how bleak, underwhelming, flat, and empty life is. Oh, I see. Right.
1: <laughs> not the film. <laughs> not the, yeah,
2: not the film. Just life. Um, the, the only real clue there is the length. I think the, hateful the Irishman.
0: hate
2: for <laughs> Oh, there you go. No, it's neither of those. Yeah. But good, sh- good shouts. Four points. I just don't understand the high rating for this. There has to be some kind of mistake. <laughs> was, it, <laughs> was it supposed to be a supe- suspense film? If so, it wasn't very suspenseful. Was it supposed to be a character study? If so, none of the characters proved to be very interesting. The handling of the subject matter was muddled at best. Huh. Spotlight. No. It's
0: not a bad shout. I'm going to go Zodiac.
2: It is Zodiac. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. the other journalist film. <laughs> and do you Joe? You've stolen it there. 8-4. Nice. Oh, Amazing. Um, were there any
0: other good clues for uh Zodiac? Let me see. Is the final uh, one. This is shit. I am the Zodiac killer. None of this happened. <laughs> and
1: never There's one here them.
2: where one guy's just saying, a cooler part of the movie was where, where they had cryptograms and puzzles, but that turned out to be a letdown because there was no real action within the movie. <laughs> um, oh, this is the last one. We'll read the last one because, you know, it's the last one. Oh, heavens, was this (laughs) a bomb, a bunker buster. Sure, the serial killings in the Bay Area were tragic, and for all I know, the killer might still be on the loose. But to to torture the moviegoer with nothing but a million aimless characters popping all over the place, running helter-skelter from building to building, from car to car, each trying to thwart the efforts of one another. I don't think this person knows what this film is about. Uh, it's mad, and for close to three hours, unbearable. <laughs> uh, that's a complete misunderstanding. Yeah. of a masterpiece. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know if we'll do it again next week because you know you can you can do too much too much of a good thing. But I still think it's funny mm-hmm. to see people's minds. Um, as usual, send in any names you have for that game, or indeed your own different end of search games. The IGN underscore UK feedback at.
0: IGN.com. I believe we've got a couple of pieces of feedback. What have you got, Jeff? Uh I've got this. This is from someone who signs off as Sparrow, which is, the, <laughs> which is the name of, in our security training we have to do at work, is the name of a hacker. Yeah. Um, who... Spelled differently, Ooh. though. Yeah. Well, it's got a yeah, zero instead of an out. A. <laughs> a four for an A. Is it? Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, so Sparrow says, probably hacking in as we speak. <laughs> First time writing in, but being a listener for years. My question involves a game that I know you lot have endorsed in the past, and one that is held in high regard in general. Control. On the surface, this game is right up my alley. Story-driven, cinematic and compelling. Great game mechanics, and just enough mystery to keep me wanting to push forward to the end. Not to mention it's done by Remedy, and I'm a massive Alan Wake and Quantum Break fan. I have tried multiple times to play this game, and although I love the setting and the tone of it, I keep bouncing off only a few hours in. I have returned a few times and still cannot get into it. On my last return, I felt like I'd be, it had been too long to pick up where I left off last time and decided to start again to refresh my memory of the narrative and controls, etc. <laughs> controls. And immediately <laughs> grew bored of the opening couple of hours that I've seen a few times already. My question is this... Have any of you ever had this dilemma with a game where you've played the opening few hours so many times and fallen off despite knowing that the game is obviously a masterpiece? Keep up the good work with the podcast. It's a great listen. Oh, and Smarties are fucking dog shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, one star review of Smarties there. Um, And Control. Yeah, once you've seen one federal building, you've seen them all. Um, uh, I feel like Whenever we answer this, I always just say Dark Souls and it's boring, but it's true. Mm. Uh, I've played the first hour of that I, game many times. I would
1: say, Sparrow, it's just not for you and it's fine. It's yeah. fine. You don't have to like every game that people tell you to like. Mm. It's fine.
0: Um, I think I I have finished it since, but I had this for a long time with Link to the Past. I think because I was coming to it after 3 ds Elders, and it took me a long time to like... Get to grips with going back to two D's Zelda because um, I didn't have a snares growing up. That was one, but I do think that's very good now. Just not the best. Yeah. Um, oh, there's got to be millions. Yeah, it's probably of a such load. a
1: contrary guy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I bounce off games like that are well loved quite a lot, but oh. I, I just also know my own mind and I know immediately like this ain't for me. And
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the never original finished. final Fantasy seven I've definitely played the first couple of hours off like three times mm. and never got further that's fair enough um,
0: I've, yeah. ne- I've never finished to... uncharted three i always and i've start, i've gone oh, through yeah. multiple bits of that many times that's go. a good example very good
2: I tend to i think with games I tend to know my opinion of it pretty quickly so if i don't get on with it i'm not going to go back i don't really retry things that often i'm different with films like i'll give films two or three shots if i feel like there's something i'm missing but Mm. yeah if a game doesn't hook me i don't tend to revisit it as a rule Mm. um yeah there you go that's uh what I think. Why don't you email in uh, IGN underscore You can put it at IGN.com if there's any games you've you've bounced off of, or any maybe more. Let's spin it more positive. If there's any you, you bounced off of, came back and ended up loving. That's I think there's nice there's also one. an
0: interesting subcategory here of uh, games that you love but just fall off and can't work out why. Like I've never finished. Uh, apart from New Vegas, I've never finished a Fallout game. Because just like Mm. I play them for so long and do so much stuff, and then something gets in the way, and I'm just like, "Oh, Dad, don't need to get to the end of this." Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I definitely have
2: that with Assassin's Creed. Mm. I think that's just the size of those games, though. Yeah, Um, more than anything. Uh, Yeah, interesting, interesting topic. Uh, I've got an email here from. Alex Presswitch, who I believe had a suggestion earlier for the game, so he's got an email. He's got double in. Well done, Alex. Says, "Hello IGN UK team, first time, long time, and I've got a short but sweet response to last week's question regarding control schemes that have put you off a game." I was one of the handful of people that <laughs> foolishly bought Tony Hawk Ride back in two thousand and nine. Hell yeah. This was the game that'd be playing it with a skateboard peripheral controller. And I imagine you don't need to say much more than that. <laughs> Thank you for your lovely work each week. Give my love to all the hard working crave diggers out there, and for goodness sake, respect the sea. Do we need to I never build actually played grave Tony digging? Hawk Ride.
0: Sorry. Do we need to build grave digging into our sign offs now? Do we need we to say saying- I think so. Love to the uh, grave diggers. The grave- respect yeah. the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do we need
2: a shovel peripheral for a grave digging Ooh, game? Hello.
1: Just a grave digging um, game to start with, and then we'll go from there and we'll see how the franchise goes.
0: <laughs> I, am.
2: Um, I've never actually played Tony Hawk's no, Ride. No, me neither. Never actually hopped on and had a go. Uh, Surprise me, Joe, you're shaking your head. I thought you'd be someone who'd hopped on. Had a go. I
0: have not ever hopped on to Tony Hawk's Ride. I maybe this has happened and i've just never seen it is there not like a burgeoning youtube scene for people playing games that shouldn't be played with the ride controller i would be interested to see if someone's beating dark souls with it or some shit did um, it have buttons down have. the side they, of it i sure. oh,
2: i i know so I little about feel it like you had to <laughs>
1: hold your hand down like you were doing a trick but then the buttons are on the side of it Maybe I'm completely wrong. I thought there. you
2: just all did it with your feet. I thought you were just standing on it. Oh, and you held a controller
1: but, as well at the same time. Cause obviously I don't know. Oh. I, I,
2: I, I know so little about this. I don't even know if I've actually like seen one oh, like, it, out there.
1: Part of me feels like I would like to see what that was like. Like how much they no, go for on eBay these days.
2: Should we do a first let's play in the new studio? <laughs> Dale plays Tony Hall's <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Chris and that place. <laughs> yeah.
2: Amazing. Uh, good stuff another I'm going to say another excellent episode well done boys um, mm-hmm. we'll be back next week to talk about more things I presume Uh yeah should we have a bit of Kate Bush ooh yes please
0: yeah
2: oh fantastic see you later bye it's
1: you and me it's you and me